Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. I'm Cody Leach, and as always, Christian Garcia is here. What is up? Exciting times. Lots of good nerdy stuff coming out. Getting real excited for Black Widow coming soon. Next month. Um, yep, next month. I guess month. when this comes out, what, two weeks? Uh, yeah, week, I think so. Week and some time. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, very exciting stuff. We got, we're in the middle of Loki. I think we just hit the halfway point yep. with uh, last week's episode. Cool stuff happening in there, and uh, because of that, we are going to be talking a little bit about apocalypses. Apocalypse? Apocalypti? Apocalypses? Like, like uh, maybe. A, like an ellipses? I don't know. Hmm, interesting. Um, but before we get that, uh, please like and subscribe. Click the little button down at the bottom on the YouTubes, or if you're on Apple Podcasts, please follow us and uh, give us a five-star rating if you don't. I think it's been a while since we've actually checked that, but... And Patreon, give us the money. Yes, patreon.com slash nerdswithfriends to help support the show and get yourself some cool rewards. So we do appreciate all of our current patrons. Yeah, have Cody paint a mini for you. He's dying. Yeah, exactly. I'm always looking for new minis to paint. I have a freaking problem with painting minis. (laughs) Like I keep, it's only a problem if you're harming yourself or someone. Well, I can't tell you how many times I've super glued my fingers together. They look fine. Does that count? Um, and then, uh, just look, dude, you're still peeling. <laughs> I know I'm peeling so bad for my sunburn. It's I feel like it's almost over though. But you know who knows. Um, but uh, yeah, the mini painting is going really well. Uh, I painted um, three Hero Forge minis for my. Pathfinder group, so that's pretty fun. I'm pretty he showed excited. me this cool Ray one that he's gonna get. That maybe we'll show. Oh yeah, later. yeah, yeah. I could post a picture of that one. It's Ray looking like a fucking boss bitch. Yeah, it, no, it looks pretty cool. I like it. Yeah, uh, I looked at that guy's um, uh, his other works because the thing with uh, 3D printing is um, there's a lot of people out there who have like Patreons or like one-off you know, like little sculpting sites where you can just buy the files to print out yourself. And there's some really, really talented people out there. There's also people who make like obviously unlicensed copies of like Star Wars oh, in this for case. Sure. Um, You're telling me that one wasn't sanctioned by Disney? <laughs> yeah, Lucasfilm didn't really want that one. <laughs> uh, I wonder why. You guys yeah. will see. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. yeah I'll, put it, <laughs> I'll put it up there. It's basically Ray like sitting in a throne with Kylo Red's helmet, but she's like fucking... 
like all spread out like that. And then it does come with a not not safe for work version where her that's my favorite one. Titties are hanging out. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm printing that one. I guess I might as well. But um, I just thought it was cool pose. But yeah, I believe Disney said no to that one. Yeah, it's so strange. Um, though it sounds like I, I was reading an article that uh, Kathleen Kennedy may be on her way out. They may be uh, tapping John Favreau. To really? Become, this is all conjecture from internet people, so it's not real. But. Um, How much do you actually think? Because I know a lot of people blame her for like the uh, yeah, the post the three ones that came out that everyone. Well, I guess a lot. Of, I didn't hate them, but a lot of people hated. I Correct. do. I do they weren't, agree. They that, weren't as well received as say like the original three. I right? do agree that there was better ways of telling the story. Uh-huh. But what do you think? Do you think it was all her? My take on Kathleen Kennedy is I don't think she's out. She's out there like uh, writing the stories. You know what I mean? And like like really guiding how these stories should go. I think what she does is JJ Abrams or Ryan Johnson or whoever is they're out there writing their story. And then she comes in and is like, yeah, but we also need to do this and just shoehorns in her ideas. And you get too much of that. And then you get an uncohesive mess. I want to understand like, cause a lot of people do blame her for it and i wonder do you have evidence because uh, i'm not one way or the other i'm not saying that it was her fault i'm not mm-hmm. saying that she had nothing to do with it because at the end of the day when you're on top you know you're in charge of everything that fails sure but i'm wondering if people actually have evidence to suggest that that you know it was her fault yeah i mean i think that uh you know obviously like ryan johnson left lucasfilm with uh, pretty sour taste in his mouth. He was actually supposed to do episode nine also. Right. But he got fired from that and they brought back JJ. Um, and, you know, I think it's, I don't know. It, who knows exactly what it is, but, you know, since she has been in charge of it, the results have been a little lackluster. But when you get someone else in charge who obviously cares for the properties quite a bit, like John Favreau and Dave Filoni, good things happen. Right. You know, so... I need to catch up with Bad Batch. Yeah, yeah, me too. I've I've not watched anything since the first episode. Um, but yeah, you know, I I mean, something has to change. I think is is what it comes down to with Lucasfilm. Um, My biggest thing that they messed up was with Finn. Like, it would have been great to have Finn like get a lightsaber, become trained as a Jedi. Because I feel like that's what they were kind of hinting in the beginning. Finn was a for. I mean, the the key problem that I saw with Star Wars in general. I, we're getting off topic already at the top of the show, <laughs> but um, the key problem I saw with the the latest trilogy of Star Wars is that the they didn't have an idea of where it was going necessarily, and so there's all these forgotten. It was like Game of Thrones. All these forgotten storylines. I agree with you. Finn didn't get a storyline that was any good at all. The fr- it could have been so good with him being an ex stormtrooper, and uh, we talked about this like on our uh, fixing fixing episode eight uh, show where we talked like how cool would it be if being a stormtrooper he was like super brutal and he couldn't like he had to learn to some restraint and stuff to join the rebellion and be a good guy. Right. Mm-hmm. But they didn't do anything. He's just a goofy guy cracking jokes every 10 seconds who I, like follows Ray around and is in love with her. But like, I would have loved it if Ray and Kylo Ren were the siblings. Like they were, that's how they did in the books. Right. And yeah, I mean, it was com- completely different characters, but yes, there, there was the, there was, uh, Luke's Luke's no, it was Leia and Han's, uh, twins that they had. I would have liked it if, like, you know, Kylo Ren became a Jedi and Rey didn't, and she kind of took on like, kind of like Harrison Ford, like, like Han Solo's character, where she was just kind of like, 
a great pilot, you know, and right. like a mercenary, but she didn't get any Jedi powers. I think that would have been great. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, again, there, there were so many ways they could have handled it better. Ray's character, while there, there's definitely bits in there that are great. Like, I think Daisy really did an excellent job in, in the trilogy. Um, but her character didn't do much. You know what I mean? Like, yes, she's learning to become a Jedi, but, you know, she's just she's instantly really good at it she doesn't go through a lot of struggle in episode eight you know you know she she's tempted by the dark side but nothing ever happens from that yeah you know well we see the force lightning i guess in episode nine but she instantly overcomes it you know it's it's a lot of a lot of missed opportunity i think taking the name of skywalker was really bad too that was so bad that seems, you know, now I could be wrong. Like, I, I don't have any proof. But that seems like a Kathleen Kennedy thing. It should be like, at the end, they're like, oh, at the end, it should be like Luke and Leia should be there. And she should be like, I'm Ray Skywalker now. And and J.J. Abrams is just like, um, I guess. Or or I would have preferred, like, since they were mixing, since she was both had, you know, she had the Force lightning, just have her be gray. Yeah. Have a gray Jedi. They haven't done any of the movies, and that would have been awesome. Yeah, like, we've always kind of like everyone's been talking for star wars about like oh bring balance to the force right but none of that ever happens everyone makes it so that the light side of the force just wins and that's not what balance is right great jedi would do that you know flirting the edge of both kind of thing um again you know we don't have to rehash that whole episode but <laughs> um i just think that i think kathleen kennedy and this is my own opinion i think she just goes in and is like hey you know um, people, you know, people aren't latching on the Finn like I thought they would. So let's just make him a goofy sidekick. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, Ray, you know, I don't like that. She flirts with the dark side. I think she should just be good at everything. Cause she's a woman. And I think that, that that's a good thing. <laughs> uh, Kelly Tran, um, who played Rose, you know, I don't know. Fans didn't buy her action figures. So just cut her out of the third movie. Like that was actually pretty bad. Like, dude, dude, it's so bad. They gave her, I feel like, a bad role. They like they used her to, to weaken uh, Finn's storyline. It, it actually would have been okay if he had died, like sacrificing right. himself. And then, like, she got hated on by the internet by everyone to only take all that heat to be cut out, basically, of the third one. I know. Like you, they they made her suffer and go through all that, and then not even give her a bigger role. Yeah, like that would have been that would have been a choice. That like a positive choice that that whether it's Kathleen Kennedy or J.J. Abrams, like anybody in the Lucasfilm hierarchy could have been like, hey, these fans are being dickholes to Kelly. Fuck them. Yeah. She's now like a big, huge part of episode nine, you know, like it would have been awesome. I thought she was a good character. Um, but again, like I think like the story with him, with her and uh, Finn was like a waste of time it didn't lead to anything it, i agree with you that they didn't know where they were yeah. going but it seems crazy to me they're like all right we're gonna spend millions and billions of dollars on these three movies but we're not gonna have a game plan of where it's going right like marvel didn't do that shit like, right they were like all right maybe we have a loose idea of where we're going but we at least have an idea right an outline you know but i don't know very very strange um but this isn't a show about star wars <laughs> this is a show about the end of the world uh, but before that, we got to do some nerdy confessions where we confess the things that make us nerds. Christian, is your nerdy confession that you love Kathleen Kennedy? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Again, I'm not one way or the other. I don't know. I would like to know the information of why people have these opinions. That's my process or my thought process. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be there's got to be some like emails out there. 
Something. I'm Something. assuming that I feel like these opinions wouldn't come out of nowhere. Anyway, Nerdy Confession. We were talking about it off air, so it's going to be a little bit boring to Cody. But uh, 11-22-63. Hanging out with you is always boring. I know. Um, <laughs> 11-22-63, Stephen King uh, just started the audiobook. It's mm-hmm. um, I love Stephen King, but and I, I'm really like loving this book. It's like any moment that I have free, my ears are free, I'm like trying to listen to it because I want to hurry up and find out what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really good. I highly recommend it. It's um, it's not very similar to his other books. Um, there's not very, all, I guess I was going to say there's not a lot of horror, but there is a little bit callback to it, which anyone who's read it, um, there's some cool little uh, stuff in there because I don't want to ruin it, but it's really good. Yeah. I'm loving it. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, definitely has some Dark Tower flavor, and it was related to Dark Tower universe and stuff. Um, so it does have some of that in there. Um, and then the show on Hulu was very good too. I know, you know, we kind of talked to it about it a little bit on uh, our last episode about time travel. You know, it's all about this one guy is basically going back in time to save JFK, who gets assassinated on eleven twenty two sixty three. So, which is, you know, one thing, you know, one positive note of that book is I'll never forget that date now because I was like, now, now I have, I have some reference. So thanks, Stephen King. Passed my U.S. history exam. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. Very interesting. You know, with Stephen King, he, he does a lot of, you know, spooky horror slash mystical type stuff, you know, things with magic and, you know, supernatural things. Um, and this one Yes, it's time travel based, but it's a supernatural time travel. It's not like he gets in a DeLorean and hops back. So. I, like I want to know more, but it's 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 a pretty big audiobook. So I'm assuming the book was pretty big. Um, yeah. So I, like I'm enjoying it, but I kind of want to know. All right, I want to know the fucking secrets, but right, yeah, gotta well, go through the journey. Yeah, yeah, you gotta gotta stick with it because there's some crazy stuff that happens, um, and you know. There's some really cool characters in there, too. Uh, and you can tell he did a lot of research on Lee Harvey Oswald, too, because, he they, like, you know, it goes over, like, where he was, who he was dealing with and stuff. And obviously, Stephen King wasn't there, but, you know, he, he did a lot of – I read a thing. He did a lot of research on it. So pretty interesting stuff. Uh, my nerdy confession um, is – so we were talking about, briefly about me painting minis earlier – um, in the mini world, there's something called a pile of shame, which is basically unpainted minis that okay. you, you have not, you've bought, but you haven't painted. Um, and for the longest time I was like, I'm not going to have one of those. You're just going to paint them. I'm just going to, I'm going to paint them and I'm going to get done with it before I start painting another one. So how big is your pile of shame? It's gotten big, man. <laughs> um, but, but here's, here's my excuse. So, um, uh, Several months ago, um, it had to be several months. I don't know exactly when. I bought the this gigantic Warhammer box set, which has like I don't know, fifty, sixty models in it or something. So obviously, like that's that takes a while to get through. Mm-hmm. And then you know, after a while of painting Space Marines and Necrons, you know, just these two factions over and over and over again, I'm like, oh, I want something a little new. I can know? imagine it's a little repetitive. Yeah, more. yeah, exactly. Plus, you know, it'd be one thing if I could just, if I was just going in and, like, I would experiment with different color schemes, different techniques, whatever. But they have to match but, because they But they're, they're an army, army yeah. right? You know, so I, I want them to match. I mean, I still do little things here and there on certain characters, but um, 
for the most part, I want that they're they're very similar in paint scheme. There's only so much stubble you can put on their little right, right, features. yeah. I, or like I, I actually I molded hair for them and stuff on some of them, so they have like long flowing emo hair. Um, but uh, yeah, but the problem is is that uh, like last month I think it was I think it was end of May, um, Games Workshop uh, did what they call Warhammer Week or whatever it's called where they released a bunch of new models or announced a bunch of new models and they're starting to come out. And so like every week I'm finding a new one where I'm like, Ooh, that's fucking sick. I need that one. <laughs> so I just buy that one. Just buy another one. And, and so like, but you're not painting these as soon as you get them. Yeah. Cause I'll, I'll have like, for instance, I had that, um, those pathfinder models that I had to do for our, for our pathfinder game, which, you know, as of recording this, the game is tomorrow. So, you know, I had to get those done before we start playing. Right. And then it's like, and then, you know, so I have this, uh, I have a couple of ones that I'm excited for, but, uh, you know, it's just the, who has the time, you know, <laughs> I'm just, uh, I got this one that is a, uh, another vampire lady. Um, cause they came out with this new army called the soul blight grave Lords, or they like brought it back. I guess it was an older army. They're all vampires and like undead. And I already did one, which I think I showed on the podcast maybe two weeks ago, which it's like a lady with, um, bat hair. Um, and, uh, uh, oh, there's, there's a sexy Ray thing here. Um, let me find this. Uh, yeah. So I did, I did one of this other vampire Lord lady, this one right here. And, um, but now I bought another one, which is like this chicken, like an elegant, like, I don't know, uh, what's it called? Dress, uh, like a evening gown kind of thing. And she's got like, you can make it so she's got a, bat wing hand here's here's what she looks like right there see she's got nice. like a bat wing hand and like a long elegant dress and some weird horns and some fur so now you have a bunch of ones now you don't have to spend money on models for a while because you have a bunch of them you can paint yeah until the next one comes out <laughs> uh yeah so i don't know it's just it's a good problem to have because i now like now that i've done those pathfinder ones from hero forge i can kind of take take a look and see like ooh. Which ones? Which one do I want to start next? You know, so it, it's a good problem to have. But maybe you could just switch off. You can do a Pathfinder one, then you can do a Warhammer one. Go back yeah, and forth so you don't get bored. Back and forth. Yeah. Well, now it's now it's just I got plenty of uh, Warhammer ones. I also got this one. Um, so there's this site which maybe I I won't I I won't you know uh, advertise what site it is because it's a pirated site. It's a pirated site. <laughs> so I did nice. I did get this. Um, um, this Warhammer uh, uh, model from the site that is a uh, it's a it's a like a recast one. Um, I don't think you're really hurting Warhammer's bottom dollar. By yeah, doing this. like they make a lot of money. And the only reason I did it, first of all, was I'm cheap. Well, <laughs> not only that, but like the, the one that they have on uh, Forge World, which is the site that it comes from is it's like $160 or $140 or something. It looks like this here. It's uh, Corvus Corax of the Raven Guard. He's like the main Primarch guy. And it's fucking awesome. It's an awesome model. But Games Workshop, they get plenty of my money. Okay? It's, <laughs> I feel like they'll they'll be okay without this one. And, like, the thing about Forge World, which is the uh, company or the sub-company that makes this, is they do everything in resin. 
and resin doesn't normally do as good a quality as plastic. It's not as finely molded. It's not as sharp. So I'm like, I don't want to spend $130 and then get this thing and be fucking like disappointed with right. the quality. So I paid someone in the Ukraine to make it for me <laughs> and for less than half the price. And they got it. And the quality is pretty good. A couple of his little claws are broken off, so I'm going to 3D print some new ones. But there you go. besides that, pretty sweet model. I'll put, post all those up on the uh, – here's how it looks. Unpainted. Cody will make sure and put the website, too, of the pirate. <laughs> yeah, direct message me. I'll tell you where it is if you're interested. I just don't like promoting recasts because for the most part, it's like, you know, it's – Stealing. It's stealing. You know, it's – uh, but, man, you know, Games Workshop, they just – they do so much where it's like, you know – like, give us a fucking break. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> throw a freebie every now. Yeah. And then. Well, not not even freebie, but like, make make these things reasonable. Like, they they just released a set where it's like, I think it's five dudes, you know, five normal Space Marines with different weapons, and it's like sixty five dollars. I'm like, come on, bro, making that money. Oh, dude, they are printing it out over there. All right. Well, let's take a quick little break uh, with a word from our sponsors, and uh, we'll come back, and we're going to be talking about. Apocalypses. We'll be right back. And we're back. All right. It's the end of the world, and we know it. Uh, basically, if Is you... it and we know it? I thought it was as we know it. Mm, it's probably as we know it, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't a huge REM fan. Sorry. Um, but uh, because we've been watching Loki, and if you guys have been uh, keeping up with it, we won't really spoil it. We will do an episode about that once it's kind of over. Um, but one of the key things that's happening right now in the show, because it deals with time travel, they're traveling to different apocalypses, right? With the world is ending, and um, you know they're basically traveling through time so they can kind of jump in and jump out. So we thought it'd be kind of interesting to talk about some of like you know m- movies and media's best depictions of the apocalypse um and see which kind which ones were like best which oh, ones i don't know if i picked most... the best ones but i did pick <laughs> apocalypse movies yeah so yeah why don't you start us off then with one of All your right, terrible since... picks I'll, I'll, I'll go terrible then i'll go terrible night of the comet god it's an awesome 80s zombie <sighs> horror movie it sounds terrible you should watch it that you'll hate it i won't watch it yeah <laughs> what's what's the gist i assume a comet comes down and doesn't up. even come down, bro. Doesn't nope. even land on Earth. The comet flies over Earth, mm-hmm. and some people turn to dust, and some people turn to zombies, and some people don't. Wow. Doesn't even crash. It's awesome 80s action. <sighs> yeah, someone was on a lot of cocaine when For they sure. that thing. Yeah. Nah, it was. it's weird. It's definitely weird, but you know, I saw it as a kid, and I loved it, and I still love it. Uh, you should check it out, Cody. We could talk about how much you love it. Okay. <laughs> well, that sounds interesting. All right, one of my picks is... The Mad Max series. Yeah. Actually, I have Fury Road specifically, but yes. Fury Road was excellent, um, but I love every single one of those movies. The first one, if you guys ever watch it, um, The Road Warrior. I think that was what – there was Road Warrior, yep. Because there's this weird thing where, where – um, I think it was released in, in Australia. Australia. It was called One Thing, and in America it was called One Thing. And then when the second one came out, they flip-flopped or something like that. Yes. So I think in Australia it was called The Road Warrior and – or no, it was called Mad Max. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But I think it's flipped. You guys know what it is. It's the so, something has caused the end of society in the world, and now gasoline is everything. Gasoline is currency. Gasoline and bullets, and everyone has hot rotted, like beat up looking cars and stuff. And, and there's one man 
trying to make his way in the world, and that's Mad Max. And there's always uh, for some for some reason people always pick like a psychotic person to lead them and rule. It's <laughs> yeah. always some psychopath. Yeah. Well, see, like what's crazy is if you go back and watch the first one, um, it's it's a very independent movie. It's not as crazy as two and three and now uh, Fury Road got. Um, but you know, it's like, it's like society has just started to fall apart and he has a nice house and stuff. And then these, these like rebel biker gangs come and like, you know, mess up his family and that puts him on this road to, uh, road to revenge kind of thing. But then once it gets into two, then it's like, okay, now he's driving, you know, the souped up V8 car, which first of all, if it's the end of the world and gasoline is like, is money and life. Why are you driving a fucking V8? Because you got to go fast, bro. No. You dude. don't want to get caught by these fucking guys. Dude, those things, man, what you want is you want like a four banger <laughs> with like a turbocharger in it. So it uses less gas, but it also can go fast. Yeah, but, but it doesn't look fucking cool. Yeah, that's true. They didn't have those in the 80s. <laughs> it doesn't look as cool. The last of the V8 interceptors. Um, and then obviously there is Beyond Thunderdome with Tina Turner, who was great. Master Blaster. Master Blaster. Um, and uh, Fury Road. People don't give this that movie enough credit. I mean, people give it some credit because I think it won a bunch of Academy Awards and stuff. But like to take to, to take a movie franchise from the eighties and to come back that strong yeah. and with just like man, it was so good. Because usually like when they're it wasn't a remake, but usually if they if they remake a movie or sure. try to continue it, it's never really as good. Um, or they, it doesn't have they the do same, too much CG, you know, it's, it's, and it, it looks have, fake. Like, the heart of the original movies, and right. this one had everything. George Miller just killed it, and I think a big part of it is he did a lot of the stuff practically. I know? had no idea until after the movie, the guy with the guitar with yeah. the flame coming out of it. Oh yeah, that was not CG. No, that was practical effects. That was a dude on a bungee cord with a fucking flamethrower. And I think That's he was. Actually playing the music, I think is what yeah. I, I think I think he was playing it. Um, they because the amplifiers on the car were actually functional. Uh, I mean, they probably I'm sure they probably had like a master track that they like redubbed over it. But dude, fucking awesome. I mean, the only I mean, there was CG like, but there like, was like the kind tornado of the, stuff. Whatever they show it, kind of like they'd have these cars driving down like this patch of Salt Lake or whatever, you know. And um, the sides of it with extra, like, extra dust, extra fire, and, like, other tornadoes and shit happening. That was CG. Yeah. But the cars and the people, like, doing the freaking uh, pole vaulting between yeah. them and stuff was all practical. It was all just yeah. stuntmen and stunt drivers. Tom Hardy really ate that lizard in the Dude, beginning. He was just so like... <laughs> that, that was fake as fuck. <laughs> nah, he ate, he ate that shit, bro. Dude, it looks so... That was... You know... If there was one thing to take away, there's, that was... <laughs> there's one thing that, like... I'm like, dude, that was such a small CG thing. You couldn't make it look better or get like a fake practical. Plus, lizard. he picked it up with the back of his heel. It was like, yeah, and he yeah. fucking ate it. Exactly. But uh, I think that the the Mad Max, uh, like the world, is so cool because, you know, we kind of think about that kind of stuff now. Like, I mean, you know, fossil fuels are ruining the ozone layer. We're running out of them eventually, right? Um, and so. And then there's global warming. So, you know, that's a big part of that uh, world is that, like, the oceans have dried up and stuff. And so water is very hard to Do you to think he up. could do it if he redid it but with electric cars? Everyone's <laughs> 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 driving the, Teslas and Kias. The like, movie wouldn't be anywhere near as cool because it would just be a, a lot of, like, zzz, just, 
<laughs> just a bunch of silent Teslas yeah, go just through gone. the wasteland. <laughs> like, God damn it. Everyone has it on autopilot. Yeah, but then they use gas generators <laughs> to still electrify yeah, them. And they, have, and they have Elon Musk flamethrowers yeah. out on the top of them. <laughs> Although it would be cool if you made Elon Musk the crazy fucking psychopath who was leading. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And then there's like Battery Town. Yeah. Who they have all the the nickel oxide batteries or whatever they need. Lithium ion. Lithium ion. Whatever the fuck they use. (laughs) Just walk away. You will not have our batteries. (laughs) That'd be great. You got another one, Christian? Let me see if I'll just try to pick a good one. Mm -hmm. I mean a, a classic one, Independence Day. Yeah, okay. Alien style. Alien style apocalypse. Yeah. And I mean, you know, recently, well, not, I guess not super recently, but a few years ago, we actually got to see the aftermath of that whole thing. Right? That was a bad one. <laughs> I don't even remember. I know it I was, watched it. It was real bad. It was real bad. Um, so, like, yes, the world was kind of ending because, you know, we have the uh, uh, the alien ships over all the monuments, just destroying them with giant space lasers. Uh, but luckily, you know, the humans kind of fought back and you can see in, in the second movie as bad as it was, you can see that we've kind of adopted some of their technology and, and moved on, which you is know, kind of cool. I didn't find out till years later that the crazy scientist with the long hair was data data. Yeah. I had no fucking idea. I was like, dude, this yeah. guy has range. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's, he's great. He's great. We don't give him enough credit. I was like, I had no idea that that was data. Yeah. That, that was, I remember that when that came out, I'm like, Oh fuck, it's data. He's got long hair and he's a, a very fat human. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really like that movie. I mean, and it, it was so good and it kind of, you know, it was one of those summer blockbuster ones that has n- no right being like a good movie, but you take Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum's and it, rock. Will charisma. Smith was not the Will Smith we know at the moment. This right. is like the movie that made him. Right. It was one of his one of his early on, like, oh, this guy's got star power. Jeff Goldblum, hot off the trails of jurassic park yep being Um, the amazing awesome human being he is yeah and the two of them together had such like chemistry and charisma and playing off of each other it was great and then you have uh bill pullman right yes pullman Pullman? paxton no it wasn't paxton bill pullman then bill paxton is paxton's the game over game over man yeah um i just get their names mixed up I know which just, one I'm thinking Cody's of. Cody's just racist time. towards white people. He thinks true. they all look no. the same. Yeah, race traitor. <laughs> um, the uh, Bill Pullman give that that independence speech. Independence that was a great Day one. speech. I mean, I don't know. Like who, you want to salute, but like, yeah, I'm proud to be I was American. Like, Fuck yeah! <laughs> I bleed red, white, and blue. Um, you know, it, it's just one of those things that like. Because it like the whole deal was like the counteroffensive to the aliens took place on Fourth of July, and like we're gonna have our Independence Day from aliens. Yeah, and the whole world is gonna now celebrate the Fourth of July as they should because we fucked the aliens as they should. <laughs> um, and it was just so good. It was just like between the the comedy of like Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum, like and uh, Jeff Goldblum's dad in the movie. Oh too. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was fantastic too. Where he's like this, like curmudgeonly old Jewish guy who's just like, um, I, he, everything he did, he did, he just like shits on Jeff Goldblum yeah. the whole time. It was great. Um, that yeah, that movie had no right being as good as it was, and then the second one shows that oh yeah, this was just this was just like <laughs> the perfect combo, never to be repeated. You're not again. gonna get lightning in a bottle twice, right? Because like. the second one was directed by the same guy, was it? Yeah, oh. Roland Roland Emmerich. And he's obviously lost touch, so <laughs> not as good. Uh, but I really like that one. 
Next one for me. This one's a controversial one, Christian. A lot of people hated it. Okay. I I loved it. Okay. Waterworld. I didn't have a problem with it. Yeah, I think I think the biggest part. I uh, think as I saw it as a kid, and you know, I had less higher like. My expectations weren't as great, but I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think I think the big problem with Waterworld is it had a huge budget and it kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And so everyone's like, dude, what the fuck are they doing? And and they would actually like build sets out like in the middle of the ocean yeah. and with actual floating things. And obviously that takes hella money. Yeah, the most expensive thing was actually changing uh, what's his name's DNA so you can get gills. Ooh, for real. Kevin Costner. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed it. I, I think it was a very cool concept. You got, you know, Kevin Costner, who like is, is one of my favorite actors of all time. He's one of those guys where I feel like he can only play one character, but I still like him. Yeah. He's, he's the, he's like, there's not the difference between gruff guy who doesn't want to be part of whatever you're doing. Like, there's not much difference between him and Robin Hood, other than he's in the forest. Yeah, exactly. Him and Waterworld. God damn, he's that on... Robin Hood movie was so good. <laughs> where he's in water. Prince and, of Thieves. And the Postman, where he's just, you know, a dude and like... Well, we'll, we'll do a two-fork, twofer, because Postman was the other one. Oh, nice. <laughs> Another one I was going to do. Um, so, you know, Kevin Costner's no no stranger to the apocalypse. Um Waterworld cost $175 million in the budget. Which is a lot for that time. And they were shooting for 166 days. Jesus. God damn. Um, and then can you imagine if you actually get seasick and you have to be out there this whole time? Yeah, exactly. I, I'm sure there was some people who were just like, dude, fuck this. You know one of the things that I remember the most? But it made $264 million, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it, it's not like it did a bad – I mean – you know, with box office, you, you generally want you got to factor in like you know uh, advertisement and things like that. So obviously not a huge success. They made like ninety million dollars, which is still a shit ton of money. But you know, it was it's no Avatar where you make a billion dollars. You know and I mean? that's one movie where I don't understand it's as famous as it is. But yeah. anyway, what I was gonna say, one of the parts I remember the most in Waterworld. It's also like three hours long. God damn, what a, <laughs> what a masterpiece. <laughs> Do you remember, like, when he uses himself as bait to go fishing? Yes. And he gets, so good. And he gets that big-ass fish. Yeah. And when they're cooking the meat, I'm like, that looks delicious. I know. He just I, puts it right on the coals. Yeah. And you're like, ooh, it's like yakitori style. Yeah, I was like, I'm fucking down. I want to eat that. Yeah. I know. It's so good. Um, and then since we kind of brought it up already, The Postman um, is another post-apocalyptic one with starring Kevin Costner. Where basically uh, in 2013, and for whatever I don't, I don't remember an why unnamed the world. nomad. They, do they explain why the why the U.S. went to shit? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, it, um, I don't recall exactly why. But he just the world... picks up a postman outfit, starts wearing, it, and people are getting excited, like, "Oh shit, the government's coming back!" Oh, you work for the government, and people are nice to him. So he's like, "You know what? I'm just gonna keep up this shit." Yeah, exactly. And people are like, "How do I become one?" He's like, uh... "Yeah." So he starts like deputizing. Like other... he starts blessing people or something. Like yeah, like you are now a postman. He's like, so it's like being a vampire. And basically, sure. basically, it's like, um, you know, there's all these little, there's, there's no, um. Uh, let's see here. It says post-apocalyptic, de-established in the near future. Doesn't ma- it does? Yeah, unspecified apocalyptic events. Basically, he's like hiding out in an old, like crashed car one day uh, to stay away from the rain, and it's uh, it's an old mail van, and so he picks up the guy's uniform and he has a bag of letters, undelivered letters, yeah. 
And so um, he goes to the next town and they say, hey, you know, I have these letters. We're trying to, you know, um, you know, uh, find who they belong to and stuff. And we're trying to restart the the American government. Everyone's like super excited. So now he starts delivering, you know, letters from settlement to settlement. And eventually it, it brings these communities together kind of thing. Do you think actual postmen after the movie came out were walking with a little bit more pride? Oh, fuck yeah. A little bit more gusto. Yeah, if step. I was a mailman, I'd be like, yeah, you're welcome for keeping <laughs> you connected to the rest of the world. Um, you know, it would have been really funny if they made a sequel and, like, UPS turned out to be, the, like, the bad guy. FedEx. Yeah, <laughs> FedEx is a fascist regime. <laughs> um, another cool thing on, uh, on this one was he, he goes into um, one town and he sees Tom Petty there. Yeah, and right? he was actually Tom Petty. And he's Petty. actually Tom Petty. He's like, don't, aren't you? He's like, that was a long time ago. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck, Tom Petty is Tom Petty. I was fucking down for that. It's um, just such a random a random thing to have in a movie like that. But I really like that one. Um, but uh, looking at it, didn't do very well. Uh, budget was $80 million, Box office was $20 million. Oof. Ooh, rough. But I thought it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Another, it's another one of those ones like Independence Day where v- you felt very patriotic afterwards. You're like, God damn, the post office, man. Those guys are just out there <laughs> delivering the mail, making shit happen. Was it rain, snow, something? I don't know. Yeah, rain, slow, snow, sleet, rain, sleet, and snow. Doesn't matter. Snow, doesn't matter. They're out there. My mailman's so grumpy. I say hi to him every time I see him. He tells you to fuck yourself. No, he, he just looks at me. And looks away. And I was like, fuck! Maybe he doesn't speak English. No, no, he does. I've seen him chatting with other neighbors. He just fucking hates me for some reason. I don't know what it is. He's got a sick mullet. I don't know. <laughs> he has an actual mullet? Yeah, he does. That's pretty funny. He's this old Filipino guy. Mustache? Filipino! Mullet. Would not have guessed. I would have Mexican, yeah, I would have guessed. No, he's a Filipino guy. I know a lot about him because I'm trying to be friends with him. <laughs> What's another one for you? And I feel like in some kind of sick way because he's mean to you, like you're yeah. even nicer. I know. It totally is. <laughs> uh, 28 Days Later. Ooh, good one. Zombie Apocalypse. Uh, I have a couple of zombie ones, but mm-hmm. this is like one of the ones that I feel is an amazing. I feel like it's a very slept on horror movie. It was, Amongst horror fans, it, it people like it, but I feel like it doesn't get enough love. from. To me, it was the first, you know, like I enjoy a zombie movie. Um Maybe not Army of the Dead, but, you know, um, it was still fun. It was fine. Um, but for the most part with zombie movies, they're not out there to be super scary. It's just like, a, you know, oh, shit, look at what look at what people have to do in this crazy right. world, right? 28 Days Later, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> These zombies are scary as fuck. You know, when... Because they're fucking... They're all, like, Olympic sprinters. Yeah, and they did a good job of making that chimpanzee look... Uh... Ooh, yeah. Crazy. The, the shot in red yep, yep. looked amazing. But for me, one of the creepy, scariest parts is when uh, uh, Killian, Killian Murphy? Killian Murphy is yep. when he's come, when he wakes up in the hospital and he's walking around and there's no one right. in sight. They did it way before Walking Dead. Right. Walking Dead totally copied that copied intro that scene. Part. It was and, very, very powerful. And it was like, to me, it was like, dude, how fucking scary would would that be to wake yeah. up from like a coma and no one is fucking around and you're looking for people. And then when you do finally find people, they're fucking infected with rage. It's like, yeah. dude, like that, that was such a great fucking movie. Yeah, it was very good. It, and I think it was a, a lower budget movie for how, you know, how impactful it was. Um, it was just, like I said, again, it, it was, um, it was one of those movies where it finally made zombies like terrifying. 
Um, Danny Boyle directed it. That's right. And it was just so good. The the follow up to it, twenty eight weeks later or whatever. Eight million dollar budget. Yeah, eight million dollars and it made eighty five million dollars. Yeah. yeah, that's a fucking return just you want. Shitting on on all other. On this the is the movie where I saw Killian Murphy. I'm like, oh, this is some tall guy, and then I see him in Quiet Place too. Like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. he's fucking little. Yeah, I know the zombies were all midgets. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, what a, what a good one. Um, yeah, tw- twenty eight weeks later. Um, I saw it, but I don't remember it. So obviously, yeah. Not not as not as good, but you know, still still not a not a bad one. Made, uh, budget fifty million, box office sixty four million, so still did very well. Um, oh, I forgot. Uh, Rose Byrne and Jeremy Renner were both in it. Oh, well, I'm gonna have to rewatch it. Yeah, I have to rewatch it. God, it's gonna be so scary. <laughs> um, so we did we did Zombie Apocalypse, we did Mad Max Apocalypse, we did Waterworld Apocalypse. Um. I had one more. I'm trying to think of what it was. I can give you another one. What's another one? Armageddon. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean. Fucking space. Hard to talk about an apocalypse without freaking Armageddon. That's Michael Bay, right? Yes. That's one of the few that I admit did a good job. You know. Broken clock is right twice a day. I was about to say the same thing. And it was like, it was genuinely a good movie. And this was one of those movies where. Um, Deep Impact was also came out like either the same year yeah. or the year before. I have that on my list too. Um, Which would also be a good it was porno fine. name. Oh yeah, <laughs> Deep Impact <laughs> um, and Armageddon. On. Armageddon. Yeah, there we go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was just something about it. Like the cast was amazing. You got Bruce Willis. You got Ben Affleck. You got uh, what's her face? Uh, Steven Tyler's daughter. I can't remember her name either. <laughs> um, Liv Tyler. And then, you, then all the other oil dr- ah, drilling guys. Duncan, uh, what's his? Uh, um, uh, I loved him too. He was one of my yeah, favorite yeah. characters. The guy who played the kingpin in the Daredevil. Yes. Um, Michael, Michael C. Duncan. Yeah, I think so. Forgive so, us, Michael B. Duncan. Sorry, rest in peace, that guy. Um, and uh, and then you got Steve Buscemi. Um, it was just everything about it was so great, and then of course Steve Buscemi's character was pretty amazing. Yeah. No nukes, no. no he's nukes. Going, was it space uh, crazy or something? Yeah, he has something about that. Yeah, he's got the crazy eyes. Um, yeah, it was it was amazing. It, and that Russian guy who's always plays the who, Russian who's guy. who's always the Russian guy. Yeah. Um, let's see here, Steve Buscemi, Will Patton, who was also in Postman, he was the villain. Yeah, uh, Keith David was in it too. I don't even remember him in it. Steve Buscemi, amazing. Um. Yeah, Will Patton's Billy Bob Thornton. I forgot he was in it. Yeah, he he's the mission control guy. He was a scientist. Yeah, he was. He wanted to be an astronaut because of his legs. He couldn't do it. Oh, that's what it was. I'm, I didn't remember that. that. Man, you really love this thing. <laughs> and so, I saw it like like more than twice. And what's so cra- what's so crazy about it was that, like, okay, there's this asteroid coming to America, or <laughs> sorry, coming to the world. The only country that I matters. forget about the rest of them. So. I mean, sorry. Shout out to our Irish listeners. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I saw we had some German listeners too. Nice. You know, um, and uh, yeah. So there's asteroids coming to uh, the world, and it's going to blow us. A, you know, end life on Earth as we know it. And um, they find out that oh, it's it's just made out of like this metal or some shit like that. That you can't just nuke it like they wanted to because it won't penetrate deep enough, right? So they decide, hey, we got to drill down to the middle. And put the nukes in there, and then like, hey, we can't, 
we can't just send astronauts up there. We got to send these oil driller guys because <laughs> they're the best of what they do. Because it's easier to teach oil driller guys how to be astronauts <laughs> than it is to teach astronauts how to drill oil. Yep. And then they get up there and they're very bad at it. Too. Well, like any, the thing keeps breaking and stuff. Anything like, that could have gone wrong just fucking right. went wrong. You got Steve Buscemi going space crazy. You, you know, you got. He the, also, big part, didn't want it to work anyway. He had bought, which was smart. I was like, that was a genius idea. He's like, oh, the world's gonna end. I'm just gonna borrow a shit ton of money from these bookies. I'm not gonna have to pay them back. <laughs> right. I'm just gonna fucking blow it on strippers. Yeah, exactly. And also, like, I love when they're talking about like uh, compensation for this mission. They're like, I don't want to pay taxes ever, ever. <laughs> Like damn, I would fucking hell let's say that. Um, not not that like, hey, I want a million dollars or whatever. It's I don't want to pay taxes anymore. But like, honestly, who wouldn't be okay with that? The guys that saved the world, like they're not paying taxes. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's Michael fucking... Clark Duncan. There we go. Yeah, so I was right. I said Michael C. Duncan. Um, and and I love this guy, William Fickner, who the military guy. Yeah, so he always plays like an asshole in every movie he's yep. ever in. And he just looks like it, but it's like once you see him, like you know, you're like, oh, that guy. That guy's <laughs> gonna be a piece of shit in this movie. And he's a very good actor, so you know, it's not not his fault. He was Owen a, Wilson. I forgot. I was forgot. Also, That's yeah, he gets killed wow. early on. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and then uh, Peter Stormare is the guy who plays a Russian in every single movie ever. That was a good one. Yeah, good, good, uh, good pull for the the old uh, Armageddon. And yeah. Um, you know, Deep Impact was fine too, just not as good. I don't remember it. I I know I yeah, saw it exactly. This one too had the soundtrack. Don't wanna close my eyes. Oh, he wrote it for this for yeah. this movie, right? Yeah, yeah, because his daughter was in the movie. Nice. This was like one of her big first uh, things, and um, and then she got Lord of the Rings after that. You know, so pretty pretty impressive. Um, got another one. Another genre? Yeah, sure. I'll give you another one. I got some stuff on here. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, go, I'll go cartoon. There's two. Cartoon. Uh, Wally. Yep, that's a pretty good one. Was the fucking? They had to leave planet Earth. Yeah, I got a good cartoon one. Uh, Adventure Time. Adventure Time. Have you ever watched Adventure Time? No. Maybe if you show me a picture. Um, Adventure Time is Cartoon Network cartoon. Oh, I know of it, but I've never seen it. You should watch it. It's fantastic. Um. It's basically like uh, it's a it's it's definitely geared towards a younger audience, um, but it's funny enough and ridiculous enough where like I can sit and enjoy it. And each episode is only like twelve minutes long, fifteen minutes long, but um, it's about you know Finn and Jake, Finn the human, Jake the dog, who are these two guys here, and how did the world end? And so um, you only really kind of find out about that in later seasons. Because they basically live on this world where there's like there's candy princesses and there's an ice king who's always up to shenanigans and they just go on adventures and that's kind of like the, their whole deal. But as the seasons go on, you start to realize that oh, this world that they live in is our world after it's ended, and like you know there's there's uh, these candy people were like basically like mutants or whatever from the uh, radioactive apocalypse and stuff. It's really really fun. Okay. Um, <laughs> Okay. It's like it, it definitely seems like a stoner like kind of show. Um but it's it's really really fun. And um I think that it's it's you know one of these slept on shows that it, you know you got to be a weirdo to want to watch this. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh 
Um, back when I was smoking a lot more weed, uh, it was definitely uh, one of my guilty pleasures. I'd just watch it and be like, <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll make sure and check it out. Yeah, but Wally was a good one too. I really enjoyed Wally. This one, it might be my favorite Pixar movie. It was, it was, it was really sad in the beginning, just watching this like little every rope. fucking Pixar movie. Yeah, always can, can find a reason to make you want to cry. But just watching Clean Up Earth, like yeah, for like just going through his little program, like his programming, just cleaning and cleaning, and it's like, dude, that looks boring, like as fuck. Yeah, like I felt sorry for the little yeah, guy. Yeah, little little uh, Wally. He's uh, so sad. Uh, Our friend Rick texted us. uh, Producer Rick. Oblivion. Yeah. With Tom Cruise. Intern. Yeah. Rick the intern. (laughs) (laughs) Quiet intern. (laughs) Shut up. Get back to your work. Oh, hell no. But yeah, Oblivion was really cool. Did you ever see that one? Oblivion. It's a Tom Tom Cruise uh, sci-fi one where he's like in the little spaceship kind of thing. Nope. Oh, man, you got to watch that one. I won't ruin it because there's like a big twist at the end. Um, but very, very good. What's going on with Top Gun? What is uh, that coming out? Yeah, it's, I mean, it was supposed to come out this time last year. I think it's coming out in July. Um, and I'm fucking, I'm fucking down. <laughs> it, it looks so good. Um, what's an, what's another an, classic we didn't touch on was Terminator. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's kind of a kind of an interesting. Trying to prevent the apocalypse. Trying to prevent the apocalypse and or Judgment Day, as they call it in that one, um, and where like basically the the machines take over because Skynet they, Skynet becomes self aware, and then it's all about like trying to you know prevent that from happening by saving John Connor, um, and in the same in the same light, the Matrix. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah. That. Another that's machine mich- machine takeover. Now, in these last couple minutes of the podcast, we've talked about quite a few different potential apocalypses, um, things we didn't even mention. We didn't talk about um, uh, Umbrella Academy, very, oh. very good. One. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Um, you know, uh, various other, um, not really an apocalypse, but a potential idea for one, like Thirty Days of Night, the vampire takeover kind of thing. That was kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, they're I ne- I they're, they're never going to take over the whole world because it's too sunny. Yeah, okay. But um Oh, I'll throw another one out since you said that one, the strain. Ooh, yeah, strain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um how about uh how about uh Contagion? Did you ever watch that one? No. That I was did. a pretty good one too. It's a little hard to watch seeing as we all kind of lived through it. That's fair. But it was uh it, it kind of like a good outbreak movie like Outbreak. If you ever <laughs> saw Outbreak, also very good. I'll throw one out there, The Mist, which the Mist. I feel has mm-hmm. one of the best horror movie endings. Ooh, so that people good yeah like i know people were upset I was like no that was a great fucking ending stephen king actually famously said that the ending they did in the show or, or, uh, the or movie. movie movie in the movie um they did a show too they, they did they, they, i haven't have watched it but i've only yeah. seen the movie but in the movie with thomas jane i think right i think the so. punisher guy? yes 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 Ooh, yeah one of the first or i guess second punisher because yeah, Dolph so after dolph yeah. yeah um i thought he was a great punisher too yeah anyway um the ending that they came up with the movie Stephen King said he likes better than his ending that he wrote for the book. Since apparently, I mean, <clears throat> people shit on his endings. I don't have a problem with his endings, but even even he joked about it. What was it in It or um, mm. in one of the movies, one of the recent movies, like where? He, yeah, I think it was It, where he was in the uh, the pawn shop. He was the pawn shop owner, and I guess there was a Stephen King book, and he was like, "Oh yeah, he's not right, but he always writes shit endings." Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean. He's definitely struggled on some. Like he doesn't quite hit the mark, but most of the time, I think he's good. He's he's an excellent writer. Um, 
But uh, yeah, so we talked about a bunch of uh, different apocalypses. What do you think? What first of all, what's your favorite? You know, like if you had to live through one, live through one. If you had, to, I don't want to live. If through you had fuck. to, well, I mean, you know, fuck. You're not getting a choice. You have to live through <laughs> one of these. Um, and then, uh, and then I'll say, uh, based off like movies and stuff, what's your favorite like genre of them? Um, you know, growing up, horror uh, zombie movies were my favorite sure. genres. So, ah, uh, if I feel like if I had a good team, I'm just not sure which zombie apocalypse I. No, you know what? I will pick one. The uh, Night of the Living Dead, because like the ones, original, not the George A. Romero, but oh, okay. the Tom Savini one, which came okay. out in the nineties. Sure, sure, sure. Because they were still slow, yep. and I feel like if I had some guns, some ammos, and a good, good party, I can survive that shit. Right. I feel like in most zombie movies, um, aside, you know, outside like Twenty Eight Days Later or whatever, or like the remake of Dawn of the Dead, I don't want to fuck with those zombies. Yeah, fucking running at you. Yeah, running zombies, you know. Aside, like the original OG slow crawling zombies, like they they make everything seem ridiculous. Like we wouldn't be able to take care of business. <laughs> like we could fucking own zombies. Oh, I mean, those would be fine. Um, yeah. In fact, I'd probably have a good time. Like, yeah, just give me a gun. I'll take care of that shit. Um, I, you know, if it, if it was up to me and I had to live through one, like as much as I love the Mad Max movies, <laughs> I wouldn't. You know, no, everyone's, I don't, I don't everyone's like gonna heat. fucking smell. Uh, yeah, everyone's gonna smell. I don't like the heat. You know what I mean? Um, I do love cars, but you know you're not gonna get the pr- you know cream of the crop cars. You're yeah, you be, can't buy one of those. You're gonna cars. be turning a VW Bug into like a murder wagon. Yeah, you know what I mean. You can't buy one. I don't think you can go up to one of those right. maniacs and be like, "Hey, can I buy that car?" You know, if you give you uh, reasonable kick the tires. You know? Yeah, like no, um, you're gonna have to murder someone for that fucking. Car. Yeah, and I I think you know, and same thing with. With uh, Waterworld, I feel like everyone's hair is going to be so gross. I it's get all, seasick really bad. So, oh, I can't you? fucking do that oh, shit. okay. Yeah. I mean, I love fish, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, that's not a bad thing. But then he also has to drink his own pee. So, that's... I'm not sure about that either. Yeah. Um, so Although, I, he didn't mind it so much. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, you know, you drink your own pee. He filtered it. It's not you know pee. what? Another one I might pick? Uh, Sweet Tooth. Sweet Tooth, Yeah. I can live through that. Yeah, I, I would I would be nice to those kids. As long as you little... don't grow antlers and get fucking murdered. Yeah, I'll be nice to those kids. Yeah. They never did anything to me. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, if I had to pick one, though, I think, you know, I think I would probably go for the postman. Nondescript apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just living in, like, freaking little Wild West farming communities. And, like, the wor- the mailman's, like, freaking worshipped like a king. Yeah, but there was still the fucking army of guys that you had to fight at the end. Yeah, but, you know, fuck those guys. You know, you could, there's always going to be a crazy army of guys. They're always going to be like, hey, give me your fucking food. What yeah. did you grow? Give me that shit. Yeah, exactly. Now you're going to starve. Yeah, you, you know, you're going to have to become one of those outlaw hero guys, you know, who travels from town to town. But, you know, it seems like the least, like, harsh of all of them, you know? Actually, changed my mind again. I would pick Wally. Those humans didn't have to do anything. Oh, that's true. That's true. They just, <laughs> just hovered around and got fat. They got fed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I might be the one dude that would still work out, but I'm like, you know, I'll still take yeah, after you, the workout. I'll still you take would just, care. You just slay all those fat pussies. <laughs> you just be like, look at that guy. I think he's got abs. No, he just doesn't have tits. <laughs> Yeah, just clean. I didn't clean, think about that. Uh, just Wally. clean it up on the spaceship. Did they smash? I mean, they had to procreate. Yeah, I mean, they probably just like you know 
like rolled on top of each you know other. that's the part of wally they should have something the <laughs> machines that jerked the people off <laughs> and just and freaking turkey based the layers yeah they didn't show that part what's yeah. going on fucking pixar i don't think they even showed fat little babies did they I, I, they had to okay they they had to. there, there was a like, bunch of them there was a bunch of them yeah answer well. those questions pixar <laughs> yeah yeah pixar do wally too and let's find out how that shit worked <laughs> all right well so down in the comments which apocalypse you'd want to live through um is it the mad max is it the giant meteor giant meteor no one's really living through that no, one if you yeah, don't that, got the good fucking drilling team you're fucking dead. yeah <laughs> would you want to be a space driller astronaut <laughs> they all got fucking murdered yeah yeah that was that was sad spoiler for that movie that came out in 1995 yeah. Or 1998. I or would want to be the astronaut. Like, I'll be the guy who just starts it up again. I'll just yeah. be here. Someone's got to fly back to Earth and tell our story. I'll do that one. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'll, I'll be that guy. I'll be that guy. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, let us know which one you guys would want to live through um, and which genre when it comes to movies or TV shows is your favorite. We'd love to hear about it. Let us know down in the comments. Send us a tweet or a message on Instagram or Twitter at Nerds with Friends. NerdsFriendsPodcast.com has all that info. And if you want to become a patron of the show, check out Patreon.com slash NerdsWithFriends. Become one of our lovely patrons whose names you now see scrolling up above us now. <laughs> Thank you very much for helping out support the show. We appreciate you guys um, for supporting us, believing in us, and uh, making this all possible. And don't spoil Loki. You gotta wait. Don't a few spoil days. Loki. Just don't spoil movies in general on Twitter. Give it, a, give it a couple weeks or something before you say anything. Christian, as always, thank you very much. If it was the end of the world, I'd let you hang out with me, and we could kill zombies together. I'm down. Yeah, I think that'd be a fun time. <laughs> to all the nerds out there, remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you and good night. Mm-hmm.